Good evening and welcome back to the weekly question and answer series of Anash.org. Question. When there is a Chnosa in town, let's say a small town, until when do we not say Tachnan? The answer is the whole day. The Friedrich Rebbe writes in Igris Kodesh, Chelik Vov Umad Ein Dalet, he writes regarding Echonsa Saifetoyri and he says, Hayoyim Azeh, Hoyoyim Ode Pagre, Ashloi Omri Letachnan. That means today, that day of the Echonsa Saifetoyri, it was a day of festival and we didn't say Tachnan. So from this, we see that he didn't say Tachnan from the morning. Although the Echonsa Saifetoyri usually is after Mincha, and some boys can say, that only Baminchi you shouldn't say Tachnan, but in the morning Shachas you do say Tachnan. But according to the Friedrich Rebbe, the whole day you don't say Tachnan because it's, the whole day is a Simcha day. But that's only that day. The next day you say already Tachnan. Some Svadnish Poiskim write that by there there was a minute that seven days after the Chonsai didn't say because it was like a simcha, like chosna v'kala, which is seven days shevah brachas. But by us, the meaning is only the day of the Achnos and but that day is even in the morning, you say, you don't say Tachnan. That's in a small town. Regarding a big city, that's in one, for instance, in, in, in Bar Park, in Crown Heights, in Monsi, when they're in one shul, they give in a sefetoira. Do we say in other shuls tachnan? The, the answer is it depends if one shul has to do with other shul. Most of the time, when you give in a sefetoira in one shul, or other shuls have no shaykhs with this simcha. So if they have no shaykhs with the simcha, you do say tachnan. In a small town, which when, when you put in a sefetoyer, you're getting, putting in a sefetoyer, the whole town is it's, it's besimcha, everybody is invited, everybody participates. So the whole town, even though there's more than one shul, won't say tachnan. But in the big city, only the people who have shaykhs with the simchas of achnus sefetoyer, or the shul which we are giving into the, the, the sefetoyer, you don't say tachnan. All other shuls do say tachnan. Question. But the effort, if a person put food under a bed, is he permitted to eat? Is it allowed to eat it or not? And what is if no no one slept on the bed? This is a question which is a common question. People forget stuff food on, under the bed. And the question is, could you eat it or not? Now, the Shechonorach writes like this, You should not give any food or, be or beverages under the bed. There's a riach ru, which goes on the food, and therefore you should not put any machel under the bed. This is also the solution of the Alter Rebbe, Shechon Orach, in the Choyesh Mishpat, Hilchas Shmir Zegiv HaNefesh, Siv Zayin, which the Alter Rebbe writes, V'lo yiten tafshul 
Boishar Ochlam, Imashkin, Taksamita, almost the same wording as the Besiasov in Shechenorich. This is according to the Yerushalmi. Because according to the Yerushalmi, if a person puts in food under the bed, you could eat it by the Evet. And that's why the Shechenorich of the, of the, of the Besiasov and the Shechenorich of the Alter Rebbe writes, Loyiten Tafshin. You should not give food under the bed. It doesn't say you should not eat food which was under the bed. It says you should not give food under the bed. That means you should not put it, you should not place it under the bed. But if you place it under the bed, but the Evet, it's not a problem and you can eat it. That's it's like the Yerushalmi. The Bavli, it's mashma that you should not even even you shouldn't even even be the evet. But according to the Yerushalmi, it is only a lekitchila and it's not a be the evet. Why do we take the Yerushalmi versus the Bavli, which usually we pass like the Bavli against the Yerushalmi? The Chronim have a whole shmiz. But in this situation, we see the Alter Rebbe and the Shechanorach writes lo yitain. And they don't write lo yoichal. That means it's only like itchile and not bedi evet. There is a very nice raya which the Shvisiankiv brings to this hetter. The Shvisiankiv is brought in Gusel Kiva Aigeri at the Fraim on the Machaber, which we mentioned before. And the Shvisiankiv is the Chalik by Simon Kiv High, and it brings a very nice raya to it. We see the Gemara writes that a Talmud Chochem should not eat. By Amoras. Why? Because Amoras does not do properly the, the, his, his uh, fruit and vegetables, he does not give proper master and truma. It's not masukin properly. So, therefore, Atam Tchuchim should not eat by Amoras. So, he asks, why does the Gemuris doesn't say that Atam Tchuchim should not eat by Amoras? Another reason, because Amoras usually places also food under the bed. And you cannot eat food which is under the bed. Why did the Gemara say only because he, he does not is not massacring his food properly? In any case, he cannot eat by Amoras because they use and put place uh, food under the bed. So from this we see that because of the of placing food under the bed, you can still eat by Amoras because it's not also the evet. That's why the Gemara says the reason why you should eat by Amoras because he does not massacre his food properly. So, the, from, from, so, so we see again that with the Evet, it is not also to eat. Now, if nobody slept on it, we have another hatter too. The Torah Chaim writes Mesech Teshviyas, Daftes Vov, that if a person did not sleep on the bed, it is more, much more lenient, and therefore it is a tziref. To be Michael on food which is under the bed. Now that's strictly a locha. But Midas uh, Chasidas and I know a lot of Yidna Chasidam Amakbat that they wouldn't eat food which was under the bed and they will give it away for uh, non Jews, etc. But strictly a locha, a person had food on the, placed food under the bed and it's a, it's a lot of food, it's a lot of cost, a lot of money. He could uh, use it with the avid and eat it and drink it. Next question. Please discuss the lochas of tznias for a young boy. 
it's like up to what age may a young boy be hugged by his aunt or other women till when can he listen to his older sister and friends singing what watch videos of girls performance also sleeping in the same room as a sister at what age is it a bit of and when is it permittable this question has a lot of details and a lot of stages for instance the basin of Quranites gave out a letter on the Munitsunias in Ir Tovshim Zain. And over there, they write <coughs> one of the things they write that a boy from three and up, you should not take to the swimming pool together with his mother or other females. So we see that regarding taking a boy swimming it is already from the age of three and up when it comes of hugging siblings or aunt or other women a girl which is under that means she's under 12 strictly halacha is not a problem that a, a, a brother should hug the younger sister which is under 12 the Machaba writes in Ebenezer, Simuch of Aleph Siv Zayn, HaMachabek o HaManashik, Aches Meharoyes, Sha'ayin Libe Shiludim Nark Foyalayim, that means a person hugs or kisses one of his Aroyes, that means a sister or uh, an aunt, which Ayin Libe Shiludim Nark Foyalayim, that means he doesn't have, um, uh, he doesn't get, you know, excited of it, and the Machaba writes, or a, bro- a sister of his, your father, even though he doesn't have a no, so we see already from the Machaba basically that the Machaba writes, so we see only when you should not hug and kiss her. If it's less than Gedoyla, then it doesn't say that uh, it's, it's Iser. But the Machaber finishes in the same sieve. Sha'ain kraivim la erve klau, ban Gedoyla ban Kitana. You don't get close to any erve, a big one or a small one. Chutz ma'av lebitoyf, a father to the daughter and a mother to the son. So the, the, the beginning, the Machaba writes, the Easter is only But it finishes up, you don't hug and kiss, you don't get close to any of the ervers, even though if they're small, they're young, except a father to the daughter and a mother to the, to the, to the child. So we see already the Machaba says even under, under Bas Mitzvah, under Gedoyle, you shouldn't get close to a roy. So what is the gader? So we find that in Kafachaim for Bchaim Balaji, Simon Dalat Sivuf, he writes, a person should make sure he shouldn't let his wife or daughters or um, daughter-in-laws to play around 
and that's also hugging and kissing with boys over eight years old because over eight years old you could you could it's it's a thing which you don't you don't get close to erva and it could come to a virus and it brings that nechavasiur siman ein bais we see already that even boys from nine years old could get to a virus so he writes from eight years old and up you don't get close to a erva so when it comes to being hugged by your aunt by your other uh, other women from eight years old you make sure that you don't hug and kiss anymore that's already big enough that you should shouldn't get close to arroyos to ervin the same will go also a sister-in-law to a bro younger brother-in-law or a, a bro brother-in-law to a younger sister-in-law sometimes you know the brother-in-law is he, he, you know he's he's 30 years old or older and he has a sister-in-law which is uh, eight nine you cannot touch her anymore hug her because that goes into this is writes. this is regarding hugging kissing regarding when it comes to hearing his your sister singing that from the age of nine a boy should not hear a girl even a sister you shouldn't hear singing of an uh, 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 older girl or lady so from nine years old in the, you shouldn't hear singing and then what, this will also go to a performance which has dancing and singing when it comes to performance, a video of girls performing without dancing or singing, let's say a play, then you could be make, I would say, at least uh, even till 10 years old. But uh, if it has singing or dancing, above nine, you could not, uh, he could not hear anymore singing of a bigger sister. Regarding what you're asking, sleeping in one room with a sister when is it in Bidus Hasidus again we mentioned before the Kafachaim that's from from eight years old you shouldn't hug and get close to uh, a erva so therefore sleeping in one room is from eight years old is also Kedai to be Machman not to they should have a separate room from eight years and older I saw in Gavril Chasichet he writes from six years old if you could do it for six years old but if you can, at least from eight years old, the boy should um, have a separate room and not sleep with his sister. Next question. Can I be machavan at the time when I make a bracha? Always when I make a bracha, that it should cover other rooms that I should be able to eat in other rooms. And the answer is yes. If you have your mind, always when you make a bracha, that I'm going to go around in my house eating in other rooms since you have kavana when you make the bracha you could you could walk around and eat and you could make every time when you make a bracha have kavana that I'm going to eat in other rooms question I 
Her guest on Shabbos, non Lubavitcher. And when I told them that by us in Chabad, we don't eat any nuts with half shells, she said she never heard such a thing. And by their, in their whole house, only peanuts which has shells they don't eat. But all other nuts they do eat, even though it has shells. Could you please explain, Pshat, if there's any difference between nuts and peanuts? Okay, the answer is like this. There is halacha that any food which has two shells, two covers, two clippers, which one they take off usually in the field, and the other one they take off, you take off usually in the house, which is basically most of the nuts comes with two shells. The first one, the big one, the green one, they take off in the field, and the other one comes in the store, in your house. So when you will, if you get such a knot, and you will take off on Shabbos the outer knot, that means the green knot, the outer layer, there's a problem of dosh, threshing. Because threshing is, you take a food which has two clippers, two covers, two shells, one they take off in field, and that is called threshing, dosh. If you take off only the inner cover, that means a pistachio nut which we have, which have, comes with a cover, and you take it off on Shabbos, it's not a problem of dosh. So when it comes to most of the nuts which we get only with one shell, and we don't get it with the other shell, there is no problem to open it on Shabbos because of Dosh. Because it has only one shell. But when it comes to peanuts, since peanuts has two shells, the hard shell, and inside there is another shell, which is a soft one, which some people will eat also. When you take this off at home, it should have been a problem of, of taking off of dosh because it has two shells and it should be a problem of dosh the same will goes to a garlic every garlic has one big shell around the whole garlic then on each clove of garlic there's another shell so you have two shells when you take off the other shell the outside shell from a garlic it should be a problem of dosh so why isn't it dosh so the Avraniza writes and the Ketosha Shilcha writes that only a shell which is made to take off on the field and you take it off in your house and Shabbos, that's a problem of dosh. If it is a, a shell which is made to take off in your house, even if it has two shells, for instance peanuts or garlic which has two shells, since it's made, most of the people get it in house with the two shells and they take it off, it's not a problem of dosh. So therefore, the organizing holds that taking off the shell of a peanut or of a garlic is no problem. Now, regarding peanuts, it's not so posh because nowadays most of the people buy peanuts which has no shell. It's taken off before it comes into his house. So there's no heter of the Avramizen and that since 
it comes, most people get it with two shells and it's made to take off at home, it's not dosh because most of the people do not get it today's day with the two shells and therefore it is a problem of dosh according to the Avonizing Tzeser But when it comes to garlic, it is still decided, the norm that you get it with two shells and therefore garlic is no problem. So therefore, the the uh, the Vayan Yosef of Pupa and the Shavit Lady writes that you shouldn't eat peanuts on Shabbos because peanuts is a thing which has a problem of dosh. All other nuts, there's no problem of dosh. When it comes to garlic, which uh, which um, which. T- everybody takes off at home, there's no problem. So therefore they write only peanuts you shouldn't eat. We, the Tzemech Tzedek, have an, has another killer. He writes that any time when the fruit is not connected to the shell, it's not a problem of dosh. Only when the fruit is connected to the, to the shell. So when it comes to peanuts, although the Avonaizen Tzemech Shilchan's hatter does not apply today's day, because today's day most of the people get the peanuts without the shell, but it applies the Tzemech Tzedek Seter, that what? That since peanuts, the, the nut is not connected to the shell, that's why when you shake the shell, you can hear how the peanuts moves inside, because it's not connected. So he writes, any time when the peanut is not connected to the shell, it's not a problem of dosh. So therefore, according to the Tzemech Tzedek, we have no problem of eating even peanuts on Shabbos, because it's not a problem of dosh. But that's if the problem is dosh. We know the Alter Rebbe, which is our poisik, and we pass know the Alter Rebbe, so we have to follow him. He writes in Siddur that we should not eat any peanut, any nut with hashes a shell. And not because of dosh, because a problem of muktza or boir. Because when you're going to eat nuts which has shell, a lot of times you will take out uh, the shell, which is without the, the fruit, you'll take it out and you can be and when you take out so therefore it says stay away from eating nuts because you're going to come to Isa Boir or when you take out the shell and you play with the shell it is Muktza so you have a problem of Muktza in Boir and since it's very hard to be to be uh, to watch of this serum the al writes you should not eat any nuts which have shell for, for us it's no difference we don't eat any nuts which have shells because we are a of the Alter Rebbe and the Alter Rebbe writes not to use any nuts. But other people which do not go according to the Alter Rebbe, they will not, they will eat other nuts which have, which doesn't have shell. And some people will be machmer not to eat peanuts because the problem of dosh. Okay, we're going to stop here and please join us next week and send in your questions to inbox at anash.org. Good night and have a wonderful week.